the miracle Chris and Dana set out to achieve, the medical breakthrough that would have enabled him to walk again, has yet to happen. Yet what they were as a couple, before and after the accident that changed their lives forever, was nothing short of miraculous. Theirs was a saga of fate, faith, grace, and grit, a tale of triumph and tragedy, as inspiring as it was heartbreaking. Yet it was one thing above all others, a love story. Chapter 1 Saturday, October 9th, 2004, backstage at South Coast Repertory Theater, Costa Mesa, California. She was one of the bravest women Mimi Lieber had ever known. But when Lieber poked her head into the cramped dressing room to ask if Dana Reeve would be joining her and the rest of the cast of Broadway-bound Brooklyn Boy that night for a post-show drink, the solitary figure she saw was plainly terrified. Dana had been on the road performing in Brooklyn Boy for two months, visiting home most weekends, and was set to fly back to New York once and for all the next day. She had spoken to Chris on the phone only a few hours before about how excited she was to finally be returning to her family. Now, in an instant, that excitement had turned to dread. Something's wrong at home, Dana explained, using one trembling hand to steady the other as she clasped the phone to her ear. While Dana had been on stage, one of her husband's physicians had left an urgent message on her cell phone. Dana had received many emergency calls like this in the nine years since Chris's accident, as he faced one medical crisis after another, but this time the doctor's tone was unmistakably ominous. It had all happened with such alarming speed. Although Chris could not feel it, the bed sore on his lower back was of growing concern. This on top of the systemic infection he had been fighting for nearly three months. A powerful combination of what Reeve liked to call industrial strength antibiotics had worked against these infections in the past, but he had built up a resistance to them over the years. Now the nurses who took care of Chris around the clock begged him to stay in bed so the drugs could take effect. The patient had other ideas. With Dana 2,600 miles away, Chris felt it was more important than ever that he attend their 12-year-old son Will's Pee-wee League hockey game that afternoon. Moreover, it was a key matchup. Will's team, the Westchester Express, was set to go head-to-head -head with their arch-rivals, the Mascon Braves from Springfield, Massachusetts. Nonetheless, the nurses continued to plead with Chris, please stay home this one time. This doesn't look good. No, I'm going. Chris shot back. But you go to all of Will's games. You can miss one. He'll understand. No, 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 Chris replied. I want to watch Will play, so let's go. It took more than three hours for the aides to dress Reeve, load his wheelchair onto his specially outfitted van. Every time we leave the house, it's a production, Dana liked to joke, and drive the 20 miles to the Brewster Ice Arena. But once the Westchester Express took to the ice at 3.20 p.m., Chris was at rink level behind the glass, cheering Will and his team on. Will, 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 Chris chanted as his son scored two of the Express's 11 goals to defeat the Braves. Will's winning moves earned him the game puck for the day. By 6 p.m., father and son were back at home on Great Hills Farm Road in suburban Bedford, New York. While Will showered and then chatted with friends online, Chris placed a call to then-Democratic presidential nominee John Kerry. 
The Reeves had campaigned for Carey, a strong supporter of stem cell research that might lead to a cure for spinal cord injuries, and Chris wanted to thank the Massachusetts senator for mentioning him by name during the most recent presidential debate. Chris was very excited about the future, Carey recalled. It was a long conversation about all the things we wanted to accomplish. I knew he hadn't been feeling well, but he gave no indication that he was in distress. He was exuberant. Both ardent Yankee fans, Will and his dad dined on Turkey Tetrazzini while glued to the Yankees-Minnesota Twins game on television. They both cheered when the Yankees won. It had been a great day, Will later said, for father-son bonding. At around 10.30 p.m., Chris was in bed and Will dropped in to say goodnight. He switched the set to CNN so his father could watch the latest campaign coverage and then said goodnight the way he always did. Will kissed his father on the forehead. Then, as he was leaving, took Chris's big toe between...